Sports Snippets, Dennis Sullivan here, Sunday night, the 31st of January. Can you believe it? The first month of this new year of 2021 is basically in the books. Here to talk with you about some Miami Heat basketball. Bit of an update through their first 19 games. Also going to get in to a little bit of uh, detail on their most recent game, which was a win over the Sacramento Kings 105-104 to break their five-game losing streak. You can also catch this same exact topic on YouTube as I go through my thoughts on the Heat as well, and also a Super Bowl preview as well I did on Saturday the 30th so go check that out on youtube let's get started guys here we go so going into this game well we knew one thing actually as the heat went into and also exited this game a victory as mentioned over the sacramento kings is that the miami heat are definitely banged up definitely have some injuries myers leonard not available goran Dragic not available And you can also include Avery Bradley on that list, along with Mo Harkless. So you have four guys in your rotation that are basically unavailable. Jimmy Butler did return, so it would have been five. Jimmy Butler returns and leads the Heat to the one-point victory. Looking at two things, before I get into more of a breakdown on the game against the Kings... The Eastern Conference, very, very clustered as far as uh, wins and losses of the teams. A bunch of teams, maybe two or three games over 500, that's it. With the win, the Heat are sitting at 7-12, and 12, not in a good spot. But of course, with only 19 games in, I mean, you're looking at just barely over the 25% mark of games played for the regular season as they're playing 72, please don't forget this year instead of the the regular what we're used to 82 so you do have the Sixers leading the way in the east 14 and 6 the Nets at 13 and 8 Bucks and Pacers at 11 and 8 Celtics at 10 and 8 after those top five teams in my opinion it really starts to fall off and really there's really even at this stage not much of a reason why the heat can't catch all these teams i'm about to mention the atlanta hawks are 10 and 9 cavaliers of cleveland 9 and 10 charlotte hornets 9 and 11 new york knicks 9 and 11 orlando magic 8 and 12 and then you got the bill the bulls excuse me i almost said the buffalo bills (laughs) the uh the chicago bulls 7 and 11 Raptors 7 and 12 and then of course the Miami Heat sitting at 7 and 12 through 19 games. This is going into Sunday's action. So none of those records include what include what happened on Sunday the 31st. As far as the victory against the Kings goes, uh, Sacramento, I mean, they really like to throw up three-pointers, that's for sure. They're a very good three-point shooting team. They don't play Hassan Whiteside very much. And I knew this even going into the game, and I don't quite understand that. As he was, for now a few years, he's been one of the league leaders in rebounding and block shots. But then again, what's the current trend in the NBA? Go small. A lot of these teams are playing small. 
the Heat are one of those teams. So on Saturday night, Harrison Barnes for the Sacramento Kings would have 11 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, would hit two three-pointers. Marvin Bagley, 17 points, 4 rebounds, and an assist, 2 steals. He would hit three three-pointers. Rashawn Holmes, 4.6 rebounds and an assist, had a block and a steal. Buddy Heald, six three-pointers, would give him 18 points, five rebounds, three assists, three steals. De'Aaron Fox also had some three-pointers. He had three. He would finish with 30 points, six rebounds, six assists, and a steal. But Fox would only go 3 of 11 from 3. Buddy Heald, 6 for 13. Marvin Bagley, 3 out of 4. And Harrison Barnes, 2 out of 4 from 3. Very good 3-point shooting team are the Kings. Tyrese Halliburton would have a nice all-around game. 10.7 rebounds, 6 assists, and a steal. Two 3-pointers, but would only go 2 out of 7. Uh, Whiteside, as mentioned, but you see his his minutes are low. So nine points, three rebounds, a steal, and two blocks. Kyle Guy, five points, four rebounds, two assists, two steals, only one of five from three. Corey Joseph did not score three re- rebounds, an assist, and a steal, 0 for one from three. So the bench really uh, we're somewhere in the neighborhood of 4 out of 15 from 3 but you look at the starters I mean they did much better they would have 5 5 and 9 they would go about 14 roughly 14 for 32 from 3 point land that's very good so there you go and it almost worked for the Miami Heat who were victorious with the Miami Vice uniforms I'm going to try to get a stat on what, what's the Heat's record when they wear the Miami Vice uniforms. That's probably something to research. Jimmy Butler, 30 points, 7 rebounds, 8 assists. KZ Akpala, KZ Akpala, excuse me, would leave early, no points, no rebounds. 7 minutes only he would play. Bam Adebayo, 18 points, three, 13 rebounds, 4 assists. Great game by him. Two steals and a block. Tyler Hero, 15 points, four rebounds, three assists. Two blocks for Tyler Hero, two three-pointers. Duncan Robinson, 14 points, three rebounds, and an assist, and a block. You look at the the Heat, I mean, they did not, from the starting lineup, did not take nearly as many threes as Sacramento. You can include the bench in on that, too, so really top to bottom through that roster did not take nearly as many three-pointers but it wound up working for them Andrea Guadala got some minutes a point six rebounds six assists and a steal Kelly Olenek 11 points four rebounds three assists two steals three three-pointers then you get a couple players that got minutes due to the fact that heat I mean they're they're just so banged up right now Max Struss seven points including a three-pointer Gabe Vincent had three points Precious Achua, six points, two rebounds. Do not understand why Precious Achua is only playing like 13 minutes in a game. And we've seen this before. He's under 20 minutes in a lot of these games. I mean, a decimated Heat roster, very surprising. And he produces. It's not like he's not producing. 
produces during his limited playing time. And I, I just don't get it right now. Part of it is, you you know, these guys need to fail forward a little bit and kind of find their way. The Miami Heat, historically, are very good with young players, very good bringing the young talent along. But I'm just a little perplexed in how this situation's being handled because 19 games into the season, Precious Achua should be playing, in my opinion, between 20-25 minutes a game. Not 13 to 17. That's not going to get it done. And I I mean, it's not going to really help him progress either. So looking ahead, guys, the Heat have the perfect, perfect schedule for the way this team is right now, which is banged up and injured. They have a nice little what you would think of as a break in the schedule as they have three home games this week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's the 1st, the 3rd, and the 5th of February. Monday the 1st, home against the Charlotte Hornets. Wednesday and Friday, that's the 3rd and the 5th, home against the Washington Wizards. You would think the Heat have got to win two out of three. There's no reason why they won't win at least two of those three. To close the gap and get back into the playoff race which they I'm very confident they will be in slow start though no questions asked and that could wind up hurting them down the road when it comes to playoff seeding and who knows guys I mean the Heat could be looking at a very low seed in the playoffs we'll just have to wait and see how that plays out we do know they're a much better team with Jimmy Butler in the lineup and that has now happened with Saturday's victory over the Kings. Jimmy Butler, the big news, returns to the lineup. This is Dennis Sullivan. Sports Snippets with Dennis Sullivan. Catch me on YouTube, and I'll speak with you soon. Bye for now.